The opinions expressed on this program may be considered offensive, crude, or politically incorrect. They are merely those of the speakers and not of the affiliates and or sponsors. Welcome to the 74th episode of Multiple Perspectives, the podcast where we take a look at controversial issues from many points of view. Coming up on this week, an examination of brony culture. I'm your host, Ken. Joining me is international MASH expert, Joe. Good morning, afternoon, and evening for everybody out there in the world. You know what MASH is? Is that like the uh, medical unit for the army? No, the TV show that's on... TV like 80 times a day. You've never seen MASH? Like they're set up in the Vietnam War? Is that I'm the- not even sure. I've just seen MASH on the TV guide. I've never seen it. So what that is? It's like in the 70s, right? Yeah, I think so. I believe so. Did, did you ever play MASH? That little elementary school game? Uh, I, I don't think so, man. It's like, you. well, you didn't have friends, but it's like, uh, you know, you pick... <laughs> Yeah, you, you pick places to live, uh, the car you drive, the person you'd marry, the house you'd live in, and then it's kind of like the cootie catcher thing. You played oh, that, right? Oh, yeah, the cute, the, the cutie catcher, the cootie catcher, the thing where it folds, like it's origami. Is that it, Well, it's not exactly origami, but it does fold. It's like opens, closes, opens, closes. And, yeah, did you ever do that? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know it's going to be Bill Nye the Science Guy time when they roll in that TV. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that TV? Yeah. Yeah, the portable television. Was it on VHS? It was on VHS. Do you still own any VHS tapes? Oh, yes, I do. What is it? Lion King? Oh, yeah, yeah, I have the Lion King. I got Hunchback Notre Dame. Uh, Jurassic Park. You still watch these? No. Because you can watch them on Netflix now. <laughs> yeah, but you don't get the experience of, you know, the, the video all being laggy and all that. You got to rewind it? You got to wait yeah, for it? Yeah, you got to rewind. I used to have the automatic rewinder, and it was shaped like a Lamborghini. It was shaped like a Lamborghini. Before the days of the automatic rewinder, you know, you put it in, you press it down, and it just rewinds it. Remember those? Uh-huh. That used to be the manual rewinder where it's like a little, it's almost like a can opener device. You stick it into the tape and then you just sit there and you spin it. Really? i never seen those. Really? Never. That means your family was well off. I was fully automatic when I started. That's not automatic. There's nothing automatic about VHS tapes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let, let, let's talk about this week's uh, topic. We're going to go lighter this week because, you know, there's so much hate in the news. There's so much damp and darkness and people getting kicked off of flights and bombs and March of Science stuff that we're going to be talking about bronies. And before we hop into it, wh- what is your knowledge of the brony culture before going into the research for this episode? Actually, um, Very one of my Facebook friends, I think he is one. <laughs> I've seen his post a couple of times back in, uh, I think it's high school or early college. You know, from from what I've noticed, uh, it's kind of hard to say someone might be a brony. It's either you look at them and they're either a brony or they're not, especially with social media posts. You know, from, from the outside appearance, you wouldn't know. Unless they're at a convention or something. Right. I think the person that I see now. Nah. Okay. They, you know, they're in the military too. Are you saying that's uh, not appropriate? Well, some of the articles that we're going to bring up, some of the people are in the military. Right. So, are are you saying you are knowledgeable about brony culture? Or you've been exposed? Uh, not, not really. Been exposed to it, yeah. Right. Have you seen the show? No. Do you own any of these stuffed animals? These stuffed animals? No. No. Not even one? Give the stickers. No. 
Nothing. I feel like you're lying to me, but we'll just go ahead and move on to uh, <laughs> the first article from The Independent. And this one's called Rise of the Kidults. How the sale of toys to adults is booming. So this one's not exactly about bronies, but uh, it's pretty much about how the toys that are being purchased nowadays, a lot of them aren't being bought by kids. They're being bought by adults for adults. And this is written by Ed Power. And uh, he talks about how he was speaking with his wife, and his wife was just wondering why he who was a father of three had just spent 100 euros on a board game. Uh, he basically answered that question by saying that it, w- it was just really cool. you know. And he relates this to other people spending a lot of money on toys or things that kids would normally want. Everything from you know Transformers to uh, Build-A-Bear to Legos to Star Trek toys, Star Wars toys. Have it, are you, do you partake in this in this social phenomenon? Or buying toys that are like no. I mean, I, I buy video games, but well, I, I guess that would fall under the same thing, though, right? Well, you know, toys like they're you could you could put them on a shelf and display them, and actually, like you know, action figure stuff. No, but I don't. The only thing that I buy is toys that, for us, is for me and my cousins, we bought Nerf guns. Well, that's but that not. certainly falls under this. Grown men buying sure, okay. Nerf guns. Well, well, let me ask you this: is is there a difference between you going out and buying, you know, Crash Bandicoot for PS4 versus buying a Lego set? Mm, I think there is a difference. How? Well, for Crash Bandicoot, you know, you're playing digitally. With Legos, you physically um, occupy a space in your home. So it's I it's mean, only about the physicality of the object that matters to you that makes it a kid's toy. Well, most I mean, if it's a toy like in, in the kid aisle, it is a kid's toy. You know, most video games they have you know d- different ratings for teenagers, adults. What if you're buying the Lego game? Well, it, maybe it's similar. For example, uh, Minecraft, the game. A lot of adults play that game. It's almost similar to Lego. Kind of build your own uh, environment digitally. You're saying that's different from Lego, though. Oh, yeah, it is different than Lego. But some people buy Legos as a hobby. They engineer stuff in it. I know there's a lot of Star Wars fans who would uh, buy Star Wars gear, lightsabers, and Lego sets. There's a public picture of you online holding a lightsaber. A what? There's a picture of you online publicly holding a lightsaber. Oh, yeah. You, You are a kid dolt. No, no, that was my. No, oh yeah, that's what they say about <laughs> marijuana. <laughs> that, that was my little. <laughs> okay, sure. That's not my weed. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh yeah, forgot. I forgot about that. that. I'm holding it for a friend. <laughs> All right. So the article goes on to talk about there's many different flavors of this kid adult uh, phenomenon. You know, everything from model trains to the My Little Pony stuff. So my question here is. Is the grown man buying the train set different from the grown man buying a My Little Pony plush doll? Mm. Watch your words. Liberals are listening. I mean, of course there's going to be a difference. <laughs> Good choice. Uh, you can't say... That all toys are the same. All the toys are equal. Okay, so how how are they not equal? Well, you know, if you buy something like soft or like have... Go ahead, say it. <laughs> what do you call this? Uh, flamboyant colors. Of course, it's going to be more uh, feminine in... Practice, I guess. Practice or nature. I can't did, say nature. Did you just assign a gender to a stuffed animal? Yeah, yes, I did. 
Well, yeah, of course. You know, this this stuff. But gender is, is a marketed. social construct. Well, it is marketed to a specific gender. You know, like Barbie dolls and uh, Barbie dolls are targeted toward females. Guns, swords, shields. That stuff is targeted toward men or boys. I mean, I don't see a lot of women buying, you know, going to the store and buying female toys for themselves. Like, oh, I'm going to get this Barbie or I'm going to get this fake baby. It's because you're not you're not going to the right stores. <laughs> you know, if you're interested in seeing that, I'll I'll, I'll tell you some stores offline. <laughs> but in all seriousness, let's power through this article here because I, I want to get to the next one. The next one's very interesting. Uh, so basically, to 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 wrap up this article, I don't really understand the kid adults uh, phenomenon. Do you at all? Do you find yourself wanting to play with you know things that might re- remind you of your childhood? Uh, it's, it's nostalgic, I think. Okay, so For so me, does playing with Nerf guns give you enjoyment? Oh yeah, it's cool actually. Is it? You know, yeah. If you, it's actually like almost physical activity. Instead of shooting each other with paintball guns, you know, it's much cheaper. What about real guns? Why not that? <laughs> <laughs> it's much cheaper as well. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's you don't not, destroy the neighborhood. <laughs> it's not the deadlier that you're worried about. It's the cheaper. It's yeah, it's cheaper. <laughs> when you run around with Nerf guns, you know you can go through a neighborhood, and uh, not a lot of people will question it. Not if you, not if you're of color. Well, according to I, a lot of I people, I told my cousin. Okay, sure. I told I told my cousins that uh, if the police roll by and they tell us to drop our weapons, make sure you're going to point it right at them. Yeah, well, if you do point it at them, they're probably going to shoot us with their own Nerf guns. Because they're part of the Nerf War. So, let's move along to the Daily Dot. And I really wanted to get to this article. I was very eager. uh, Because this one is about a couple of researchers who wanted to understand the brony culture. Now, I don't know if you read this in detail, but it's extremely interesting. So, it follows the story of a Dr. Edwards uh, who had never heard of bronies until his teenage son came out to him as a one. Basically, he comes back from summer vacation, and uh, he says, Hey, Will, what have you been up to? And he goes, I've been drawing pictures of ponies. And the dad had the same reaction as anyone might. He says, What? So then this actually prompts his interest in the brony culture, and he goes on to do a survey um, among the the brony community, and he actually gets accepted in as someone who supports the uh, brony culture. So, did you read this in detail? Did you find the the story interesting? Oh yeah, I found it interesting. It's uh, but kind of alarming at the same time. What part? Well, it's kind of like, uh, for example, like in the middle of the article, it's like. There's this guy named Redden. He said that it's a response to the anxiety of life in a conflict-driven time. So, well, it was a female who said that. But quoting, I think bronies are a reaction to the U.S. having been engrossed in terrorism for past 10 years, living on the edge the same way my generation lived through the Cold War. They're tired of being afraid, tired of angst and animosity. They want to go somewhere a lot more pleasant. Yeah, it's, so to me, it's not just that. It's that people are using My Little Pony as a, a way to cope with stress. Now, what the bronies want us to know is that bronyism isn't based on the show that was made in the 80s. It's based on the the recreation of that concept that was released in 2010. So this is a fairly new thing. And a lot of them say what attracts them to bronies or the brony culture is the importance of friendship. Now, I haven't seen My Little Pony, but is that such a bad message to like? No, it's not a bad message to like. Or to live by, rather. To to appreciate and live by. But, you know, my question is... uh, 
do you when you when you appreciate something and you you like the message i, I guess it's like uh, i don't might get in trouble for this i guess it's like people who are religious maybe okay yeah you know, yeah how are, is my little p- pony different from the bible answer me that uh, like, this is more visually appealing to some. <laughs> one is about magical ponies who celebrate friendship. The other one is about a guy who walks on water and turns water into wine. What's the difference? Yeah, uh, I think there's a lot more blood and gore probably in the Bible than in My Little Pony. I'm, I believe. I don't know. I never watched the show. Maybe there is. You're talking about the Bible, right? I've never seen the show. I don't know. Well, I think there was a show. Yeah, they're turning the Bible into a sitcom. It's coming out in fall. It's on Fox. <laughs> well, 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 the same thing. For, for If somebody's passionate about something, they're going to display it in a certain way. Like, for example, religious people. I say they're passionate about it. You know, they wear their crucifix or whatever they are all the time. And, you know, proudly hold their Bibles, letting everybody know, hey, man, you should read this. You should watch this. I think the same thing for bronies, but they just take it to another level because they try to embody the character. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Do you think it's just the visual that's throwing people off? Is it just the ponies that are throwing people off? Uh, what if this was a show about cars and cars celebrating yeah. friendship? Sure. I think people will probably accept it. Or more. Vikings. Yeah. Vikings? Yeah, Vikings instead of ponies. Hmm. But I think what throws people off is that there's a big uh, male presence in this phenomenon, this fandom. Yeah. Uh, Something mostly associated with female uh, femininity. Well, not exactly. I mean, this show's mainly for kids, but you'll see, you you know, huge biker guys with with leather vests and they're bronies. Yeah. Now, does that offend you? No, it doesn't offend me at it all. It doesn't? Really? It, it, it's odd to me. Um, that's my opinion. Okay. It, it's off to me because I'm not used to seeing that. It's like, uh, you know, if if if, uh, if a guy for me, like if they dye their hair like purple or something and uh, wears a unicorn, unicorn a horn for like... It's, it's called a unicorn. Excuse me. You know, is yeah, it unicorn? I, I don't know. Is that what <laughs> <laughs> it it, it kind of throws me off a bit, you know. It's like whoa, okay, okay. Does does it want to make like does it want to make you go on a rampage and kill them all? No, no it doesn't. No. What makes you want to do that? When I see. Uh, when I see extremists out there. <laughs> when you see extremists. Are these people extreme? Are they, they're not neo-Nazis, okay? They're not uh, spreading hate in some way, I think. They're not the Ku Klux Klan. Who is the leader of the brony culture? Uh, I don't know. I think it's the ponies themselves. Fictional character, yes. Just like, just like religion. It's, it's it's totally a modern thing, man. A TV show. It's, you just don't get it, do you? You sound like an old man right now. Man, I, I, you know, it, it, for me, for example, like uh, in high school and college, uh, there were some Nickelodeon animation shows that were cool. What? Okay. Like uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Right. There were some martial arts in the in the show. Uh, they could bend elements. And uh, I've when I've spoken and when I've been to family parties, you know, some of the adults they even ask me about it because they actually like the show too. They're fans of Avatar: The Last Airbender, for example. But they're not. Uh, what are you doing? The cosplay, pretending to be. They're not dressed character. up as as yeah as those characters. Okay. What, what's the last? You know, what, maybe for Halloween. What's the Avatar guy's like name? What's his name? Ang. What? Ang, I think Aang. it's called A. Okay, so, so no, no one was dressed up as Ang. Well, maybe during okay. like Halloween. Is, well, is that where you draw the line? Is it when you start dressing up as as the characters? 
Well, I don't know how often uh, bronies dress up as uh, the the ponies. Um, well, I'm sure they I don't, don't know do it at the office, you know. Oh yeah, sure. It, it's uh, I didn't see any like blogging about the Airbender. I just lost off a lot of fans of it. It's just I think the dressing up and stuff is is odd for people. Okay, you know, like a a purple uh, a purple horse unicorn thing, you know. It, it's odd for me. It's totally outside of this world, like uh, in color and and, and uh, like it's a fairy tale land. It's like a, you know, it's like a kid show. It is a kid show. It's like a uh, the Teletubbies, for example. <laughs> If I saw somebody uh, as a grown man dress up as a Teletubby, I'd be freaked out a little bit. Okay, yeah, you make a good point there, but but you know you have the right to be freaked out. You have the right to question it, but I don't know. As long as they leave me alone, I, I could give less of a damn. That's just <laughs> that's my thing. So let, let's close up this first segment here on, on the topic of fandom and fandom itself. Is fandom ever normal? You meet those people all the time who are obsessed with TV shows. You know, Orange is the New Black, uh, The Walking Dead, uh, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, all those shows. You get fans just obsessing over it. At what point does it become an addiction or like a chronic fandom? Is it the dressing up thing? When you when you start, maybe it's the dressing up, and maybe they'll start talking like them. Who starts talking like them? I don't know. If you're like an ultimate fan like that, you're telling me there's people walking around talking like characters on Game of Thrones. Maybe. Well, for example, uh, other than Game of Thrones, like anime people, you know, they some of them are really into the animation and you know some of them will want to learn Japanese or something it's, it's not alarming but when it comes to dressing up it's yeah sure I, I understand you're a fan like there's a lot of Star Wars fans people don't really bat an eye about that oh you're cool you got a Star Wars shirt on so is the shirt okay but if they dress up as Princess Leia it's not okay it, uh I mean, if you're in a convention, that's okay. Okay. What if I came over I tomorrow so, right? dressed up as Princess Leia? <laughs> I'd be like, what the heck is going on, man? I'm a fan. Uh, I'll dress up as Chewbacca, man. You don't need to dress up for that. You're already Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's close it out here and uh, take our quick music break. And when we get back, we're going to be diving a little bit deeper into the brony culture explicitly and basically talk about how bronies are losers. That's, <laughs> that's what the last article says. I don't know where you found that, but that article was amazing. <laughs> You're listening to MP.
let's move on to the National Post from an article titled Bronies Explained. The grown men who love My Little Pony aren't who you think they are. I think it's stolen from uh, Washington Post. Written about a year ago last summer. It's one of those news aggregators, you know. You never know who wrote the damn article in the first place. Yeah, so the article starts off about a uh, convention where it's called the BronyCon gathering in Baltimore where the convention was giving all these bronies advice on how to manage reporters. They give them tips, you know. I guess they don't want to be viewed a certain way, so they go through this conditioning and training and how to answer certain questions. And it starts off with a guy named Jake. He's a communication specialist in the Army, all right? Just like I said before, one of the people I know, he's, he's in a, I think he's in the Marine Corps, according to his Facebook. Uh, he's in the Army, but he has a pinky toy pendant on his shoulder, I think. Perts on his shoulder, which perfectly complements his camel-toned biker vest, like you said, a biker vest. So this guy has a... Yeah, these are tough-looking guys. Yeah, like, you know, these guys are military people. They're not guys like you or me. These no, are I'm tough not tough-looking tough at all, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so just imagine this, this visual here. You got a tough-looking guy... And he's got the little My Little Pony thing on his shoulder, and he's just teaching all these other bronies about the brony culture and how to handle people who object or people who are just curious. Is there anything wrong with this morally, in your opinion? Morally, no. I don't think that... Okay. Is there anything wrong with this at all? Uh, it, it is uh, odd. I want to say wrong. Okay. What if your son was a brony. I'd be... How many whoopings would what, he get? What did he say? How many whoopings would oh, he get? Oh, he get a whooping every day, man. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless. Like, get that out of here, man. It would throw me off. Like, honestly, I'd be like, no, don't focus on this stuff, man. You would really... Okay, I'm, no one's going to tell you how to raise your son, but you've just upset it a whole bunch of people by saying that. Now, is this the equivalent of your son playing with a Barbie doll instead of a toy car? Is it the same? Well, my question is, who the hell what's bought wrong it? With, what's wrong with a bunch of ponies that just celebrate friendship? Who, who bought it? Who bought that stuff for him? He just found it at the store. You take him to the store and, you know, you, you say, pick one item. I'll get it for you. It's your birthday. And he picks the My Little Pony. Depends how old he is, man. Five. Five. I guess that's okay. You guess it's okay? I, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, this is just my uh, perception of it. All right. You, you buy the little pony thing for him. He grows up. He's 16 now. He's all decked out in My Little Pony. You know, My Little Pony everything. <laughs> Bed sheets, posters, <laughs> computer covers. What do you do now? Is it wrong? Do you hate your son now? Is he he's still, still your son? son? But I'd be like, damn, okay. he's addicted to a consumer culture. Yeah, but what if he was addicted to, you know... Weed or... No, just, you know, race cars or something. Race cars? Yeah, what if he was decked out in, in, in NASCAR stuff? You know, NASCAR posters, NASCAR bed sheets, NASCAR computer covers. You know, if he wanted to be a racer, that'd be fine. What if he wants to be a brony? Yeah, but do bronies get paid? I don't think so. Oh, so it's just about the money then? <laughs> it's about when the time you consume, you know, what What do you use your time for? I mean, I understand okay. that All bronies right. want, you know, a community and everything. That's, that's fine. Sure. <laughs> but <laughs> when it comes to... That's acceptable. Is this an obsession? You know, that's, that's what I'd be asking about my child. All right. Wait, what if what if he was so decked out in My Little Pony that the 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 show hired him as an animator and he was making five hundred thousand dollars a year? Well, that's on him, man, or her. Okay. So yeah, or if it, it was my daughter, would I say would I bat an eye? 
Probably not, man. Okay, well, what if it was your daughter and you brought her to the store to buy one item and she picks out the army men? That's okay. Why is that okay <laughs> compared to the the little boy making out? I don't the know. Toy? It depends who he has. Maybe I'm so socially conditioned to think a certain way that, uh, you know, it is what it is, right? I, 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 you know who says that? People who don't have an argument <laughs> usually say that. <laughs> it, it is what it is. Well, that's neither here nor there, Joe. It, it is what it is. <laughs> well, you know, for me, for me, even for me, when I see my little cousin, for example, um, they're already over feminizing females at a young age. I, I don't even like that either. You know, you're like you're okay. you're ready. Right. Uh, why why do you, why do you have to paint the nails of the of the, the kid? You know, she's she's too young already. The, the nine year old. You know, she's she's too young. You don't have to do that. You know. Why is a seven-year-old wearing yeah, makeup? And, and stop always. Uh, I guess it's part of it. It's part of the culture. You know, they they'll say. You know, it's always about the looks. Oh, you're you're so you're so pretty or whatever, right? The aunties always say that to my little cousin. Every time I go to them, I say, "You read any books? You do anything? You learn anything?" It's because you're automatically programmed them to be a certain way. It's always about the looks. No, when it comes to My Little Pony, it's like uh, whatever you feed the children, that's what they will become, I think. Because there's got to be a balance to it. Toys are toys, man. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's all about the balance. But I'm not going to buy all this stuff for my kid. No way. One, when that's I, offensive, when, man. When I'm broke offensive. and I'm cheap at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, that's two things that you should never be. <laughs> yeah. At I the probably same wouldn't time even have a TV, so they can never watch this. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be your kid. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't want to be your father. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Uh, so, so the article goes through, just to make quick that... First, so majority of the bronies, it's kind of like, uh, I guess, a preacher coming to buy to your house. First, there's skepticism. Uh, I don't know about this show. Uh, might not watch it. Then exposure. Somebody starts watching the show. And then uh, addiction happens. They start finishing the whole series. This is just this is the five steps of, uh, of grief. <laughs> Evangelism where he starts telling everybody else, man, you got to watch this show. It's, it's so amazing. And bronyhood. He's calling himself uh, Boogie Hooves. So, I guess they, they make their own name. They can have their own name. All right. Well, according to this concept here, you're you're in the stage of skepticism right now. Well, where are you landing? Oh, I, I'm Brian. Oh, I thought you were in an addiction stage, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, I'm off so, the charts, man. I'm, I'm like way You're the brony god. At Brony Gatherings, yeah. so there'll be Brony Gatherings. They'll, they'll call them safe. They'll call them their name. They'll call themselves a certain name that they made up. You know, like a Brony name. We, we've made up names here. And we're calling each other by made up names. Oh, yeah, sure, but. Oh, yeah, sure, but. But it's not, you know, a pony name. But Yeah, but we, you don't have ponies. Is that the only difference? <laughs> At multiple perspectives, we also celebrate friendship. So, are we not My Little Pony at all? Mm. Is is the pony thing really what makes this different from everything yes. else? Yes. And the colors and the okay. dressing up and the cosplay. I mean, look at this picture. Do you want to describe it? This is an audio so, podcast, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so, according to the... I don't know. The description doesn't really say anything. So, he... he so, there's this guy who's a father, his wife, and his daughter. So, he's 39 years old. He's 45 years old. His wife is 39, and his daughter's 11. So, they're all dressed up, and they go to the BronyCon. I don't know if this is the same picture, but there's this female dressed in black with, I guess, black wings. She has uh, bluish hair. 
And in the middle, I don't know if that's a cat. I thought it's about ponies for some reason. There's a cat looking thing dressed up in, uh, I guess, like a kimono. I don't know if it's a guy or a girl in the middle. And on the right side, it's like a look like a sun queen or something. She's wearing a crown, blue and purple hair with a dress. How much do you hate them? I don't hate them. It's just weird for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate them. I don't want to kill them or anything. I don't want to put them in a concentration camp yeah. if that's what you're asking. You're no. offensive here, so, you know. Well, well okay, look. So, our, our article states that roughly 20% of BronyCon attendees identify as women. Does that surprise you? They're called peg. They're called Pega Sisters. That surprises me because usually I think that... Soft uh, and cuddly is feminine? Females would. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And what what are men associated and, with then? Uh, bloody violence and uh, supposedly were um, always the perpetrators. Of okay, so in the opposing scenario, you'd also be surprised. Let's say there's a showing of 300, the movie, and 80% women show up. You'd be surprised. I'd be surprised too. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Everybody has their own beliefs. I'm, I will neither confirm or deny if I have the same beliefs or not. So, yeah, I, I'm totally on one side of this. If you got. <laughs> you hate them and you want, you want to send them off on trains. So, no, <laughs> you want to exterminate them. They're, they're, they're the reason why the economy is bad. Is that what you want to hear? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. That's yes, the saying. episode is over. I've gotten everything I needed. Let, let, let's move on to... You're getting a letter in the mail soon. Our next... A letter in the mail. Well, this is the freedom of speech, so let me, let me say. Let's go to a website called Return of the I King. I love this. Or Return of the King. I love this so much. Where did you find this What's website? Like, I don't know. I just uh, I kind of uh, had a search. Why why are we not browsing this website daily? I'm a, I'm a, actually bookmarked this. Maybe <laughs> okay. Yeah, hover over topics on top, and what is the third topic? Topics. What is the third topic? Girls. That is a topic on this website. Body, game, girls, history, lifestyle, mind, news, politics, religion, the sexes, travel, wisdom. This is this is a news website. Money. One of the topics is girls. I think it is uh, totally aimed toward men, not just men. Well, yeah, men, boys. Return of the return of kings. So the kings have gone, I believe. And this website is here to bring back the kings. Bring back the kings. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm looking at the the sidebar here, top five most popular posts, and the how British men are ruining Eastern Europe. Nine things that geek feminism ruined. It's pretty obvious which agenda this uh, this website is trying to uh, put on your computer screen. Sure, sure. The right agenda. Pro. <laughs> the correct agenda. <laughs> So, the article is uh, titled, Bronies, The Men Who Love My Little Pony Are Losers, by Charles Wickless. So, it's saying that, you know, this show, My Little Pony, is bad for these men. It's the 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 whole show is written by a feminist. First of all, I guess I got to put that out. My question is: Do you think uh, it's kind of out there? Do you think this show is brainwashing men to become feminine? No, no, because that show is actually called American Idol. Um. <laughs> <laughs> in all seriousness, I, I don't think that was the intention of Lauren Faust, who was the person who revived the franchise with a new TV show. I think mm -hmm. she was just doing this for the little kids. You know, this is a kid's show. This is a kid's yes, show. That's all it is. You can take it however you want. 
at the end of the day, it is a kid's show. Uh, I don't think it's brainwashing anyone. Do you think so? Is that what you asked? No, it's not brainwashing anybody. I think it's just a modern phenomenon where, you know, we have television today. We do. Did you just find that out? Oh, yeah, I found that out. <laughs> I thought we only had audio. That's like what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, so it's saying, even though we had an article about the science of bronyism, this article is totally, completely going against it. Like saying that these people are trying to escape the self. It's like, why Why do you, so friendship is good, but why do you need this to express that you agree with friendship and peace and love and working together? Well, it's like, yeah, it's like multiple perspectives, you know, reading every piece of the news is good, but why do we need multiple perspectives? It's just something <laughs> to enhance the message. Um, and speaking of this whole message of the article here written by Charles Wickless, is this writer a hateful person? Do you think so? I don't think he's a hateful person. Is he like you? So he's nothing uh, like you. Well, he he's like me, I guess, in my perspective. I wouldn't say losers completely. <laughs> Some kind of loser. <laughs> I was just saying uh, that's that's a lot of uh, time. But whatever floats your boat. Hey, well, you know, maybe people call us losers because we devote a few hours to the podcast every week. I said, why do you guys record a podcast? That's Maybe someone calls you a loser because you spend a few hours a week playing basketball. Hmm. Yeah, you should be... Uh, Maybe someone calls you a loser, including me, for being a vegan. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, pretty yeah, good. You know, there's, there, there are things you can use to call people losers all the time. I certainly have those things. You have those things. It's just how, how out of the ordinary the things are. Yep. But, you know, when it, when it comes to this article, right, when you talk about peers and calling each other a certain way, this article mentions that this is a new type of masculinity, that this is based on female approval. Even though in the previous article, 20% only represent these uh, bronies, the Pegasisters, that these men are doing this so that they can approve, get approval from females. Like, oh, if you're friendly, if you're uh, like all these qualities, then all these girls will like Well, here's you. the thing. Yeah, so it's interesting. You know, I, I was going to bring that up too. So, so go ahead and complete your thought. I, I got another point to take us away from this. Sure. Do, do you think that the bronies, the reason why they're joining this movement is uh, they're trying to get female attention? Similarly to how, why a lot of men learn how to play guitar. Right? <laughs> sure. I, I don't think so. I really don't think so. I think that that whole theory written by this guy is kind of just fluff. It doesn't really make sense because it doesn't seem like these men even care about it. You know, they just care about celebrating friendship among themselves and maybe the 20% of women who join them. But it doesn't seem like that's important to them. But on the topic of, uh, you know, uh, female approval, uh, back in one of my psych study classes that I happened to pay attention during one of the lectures, uh, there was a psychologist who did a study based on um, teenagers and uh, they found that when kids are younger, you know, they have the traits that are stereotypical to their gender. So the girls are, you know, feminine and caring, and the boys are tough and manly. But when they reached around age 14 to 16, the men started being more caring and more uh, feminine, basically, exhibiting feminine qualities. And the reason for that was that was around the age that people started dating. Hmm. We start having crushes. Right, yeah. So you got to be what the women want. But here, in this case, I don't think it's that it at all. You look at these men. Do, do you think they care? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> but from these pictures, I think uh, 
I think they selectively chose uh, specific people to post on this. Article. Of course, I'm sure they'll look, sh- they'll look not, a certain way. I'm not saying these people are ugly, but I'm, I am sure that there are people who look like Brad Pitt who go to these events. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, maybe Brad Pitt is maybe, one of maybe those Maybe he people. is. Maybe he is a brony. Maybe he is. I don't know. Are you, are you a brony? Is. Just be honest. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not a brony. All right, so uh, let's move. How about you? No, I'm not a brony as well, but I do support bronyism. So let's move along and talk about the the other hateful things that this writer says. (laughs) Real men don't spend their time fantasizing about friendship as they have that in real life. They certainly don't fantasize about feminine ponies acting out friendship in a cartoon. Real men carve out their own life according to their terms. They spend time chasing and pursuing concrete goals. Damn. What what do you think? He'll probably say the same thing about single men. Single men. Must pursue. Uh, it has to do with a character. What a man. What what is manhood? What is being a man? It's about taking ownership. Actually, being in the present, real life, quote unquote, real life, being part of the struggle. What What is the struggle? Like, I guess. Uh, this this plays in the role of men being um, having a duty towards society. I think. Is what what about women? Saying. They're just not important. <laughs> no, this is this this not what I'm saying. It's uh, what the article is saying is that men who exhibit this behavior are putting themselves outside of manlyhood, and that men should be. Getting things done instead of, I say, worshiping or portraying or practicing this behavior of pony worship. Okay, I like that. I like all of that, except not just men, human beings. Okay, human beings should stop sitting around and fantasizing about stupid shit. You know, that's what I think. (laughs) Yeah, not to say that this bronyism thing is stupid shit, but I mean, if you're sitting around thinking about ponies all day or anything for all that matter, it's pretty stupid. You know, like, if you're sitting around thinking about playing basketball instead of going out and playing it, not a pretty big waste of time. Sure. If we're sitting around thinking about podcasting and not doing it, isn't that pretty much a waste of time? I mean, I, I, I like a lot of the concepts this guy brings up here, but the, the entire message of the article itself just deletes his credibility from anything he says. Don't you think so? Well, I think the article probably has the same reflection of other articles, probably. Return of the Kings. I guess kings don't act this way. His credibility, uh, I guess this website is for a specific group of people. People like you? I don't know about me, but... Did you... He's trying to make men into kings. Did you make this website? I didn't didn't make this website, man. (laughs) All right. Really, you know, I thought this topic was going to be pretty light this week, but I think we've gotten into it a lot more than we've gotten into topics that we thought were deep. <laughs> sure. Why why is that though? Why why is something like this important? Why do we need to talk about stuff like this? Cuz find any other podcast talking about the brony culture. <laughs> maybe maybe there are some, but uh, it's something that you can't deny it's there. It's like, it's there, so I guess you got to talk about it. Is it the elephant in the room? I want to say it's the elephant in the room. It's the pony in the room. It's the horse. <laughs> it's the donkey in the room. Yes. Uh, so what, what is the, uh, if we're talking about gender here, what is the female equivalent of uh, my little pony and bronyism? Is there one? Or is it just acceptable for females uh, to do anything they want? I think in our society, females can do whatever they want and get away. You know, females would say that about you. Good point, man. Good point. I don't know if I'm being sexist, but... You hate females. Is that what you're about to say? 
I, I, don't, I love females. Except they don't love you. Is that what you're trying to say? They just don't love you back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's close out this episode here. Uh, what is your overall opinion of bronies? Do you care if, would you care, would you still be my friend if I was a brony? Probably, man. Probably not. Is that what you said? No, I said probably. <laughs> not not even a, a flat yes, probably. What does it depend on? Probably. It's like, uh, just, just just leave it at home, man. Okay. All right. Well, can't you say that about most things? You know, what if I was really into guns? Well, yeah, if I'm interested in guns. You I would just leave it at home, right? Not the guns, but the, but well, the, the, the agenda. The agenda? Yeah. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll keep it to myself until somebody who uh, wants to debate you—not debate me—who who also are into guns. You know, I'll bring it up. But yeah, but also the debating thing, right? You're into that. Can't oh yeah, especially if they're debate. in my front door. Especially if there's in front of my door, man. <laughs> if people come in front of my door, I'm going to debate them. <laughs> if you're in my room, I'm going to debate you, man. All right, yeah. You know, there have been talks about you debating people who agree with you, so it's... <laughs> There's some good rumors going around about you. I'm just kidding, but it sure seems that way, right? <laughs> do you... Is that what you do? You debate people who agree with you? Hmm. I don't know. I'm, uh, ain't I debating you right now? I guess so, yes. All right, I really like topic this week, sometimes. but... Uh, like I said, we really got into it. You know, we're looking for more shows like this. So um, maybe next week we'll talk about uh, Harry Potter and the Ghastly Hollows. Oh. Is that an episode? I just made that up. I think is it, it really? is an episode. Uh, I think it's own movie. <laughs> I wouldn't say episode. I think they split it okay, too. I, I think you can actually put any any adjective and noun at the end of Harry Potter and it's actually a movie. Harry Potter oh, wait, wait. And, and the Ghostly Demons. Harry Potter and the medical examination. That sounds right to me. You've just heard this week's episode of Multiple Perspectives. Catch us next week. See you.